Hey, it's Delvin. You might know me as the Dark Web from the Longbox Crusade. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about what you're going to be listening to. This has come out to play. It's a New Warriors podcast based on the 1990s series, The New Warriors. The New Warriors ran 75 issues. And Jared, you might know him as Death Probe, possibly the yard sale artist. Jared and I are covering all 75 of these issues and we're doing it on YouTube channel. Since we have an awesome DJ and Pat Sampson, AKA DJ Cristados, he's gonna take these and he's gonna strip the audio from the YouTube recordings that we do every second Tuesday of the month, by the way, if you wanna listen there. He's gonna take those recordings and he's gonna just give you the audio recording. So if you're a little bit busy, like most people are from time to time, you have an extra opportunity to be able to just listen to the audio. So a little bit of a warning. It's going to be a little bit rough as, you know, some of the things are going to be comments and stuff that happen right in that moment. But you still get to listen to some New Warriors goodness. Have fun. And remember, New Warriors come out to play. Play, a New Warriors podcast, is streamed live in front of an internet audience. You can join in on the live stream and chat every second Tuesday of the month on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for and follow Longbox Crusade. Am I still bad, Jared? Do I <laughs> just, still? Am I, am ooh, I still ooh. bad? But I did that. That was me. Oh, did you do that on purpose? <laughs> no, I did. I didn't. <laughs> no, it's skipping. Hey, everybody, we're 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 figuring out what's going on with uh, Delvin's computer right now. He's he's max headrooming tonight, which I think is fun. But you know, man. I mean, it's a dated reference even before 1990s New Warriors. <laughs> but if I'm still skipping, then I should reset my stuff and. I know Jared has great improv, improv skills, so let me reset the computer, and I will right. be back in a couple of minutes. Word. Ah, well, Delvin's uh, stepping away here. I will do my best to improv it. Let's see here. We should be. Uh-oh. Now I'm starting to think that Delvin didn't stream it to Twitter, because I'm not seeing it on the Longbox Crusade Twitter stream, so I can't retweet it if it ain't out there. But hey, how's everybody doing tonight? I see we got a couple of people watching. Uh, Dalton's just taking care of some issues. When he comes back, we'll be talking about more issues. We're going to hit up uh, New Warriors 16. So that'll be fun. And that's it, really. So we're just <laughs> waiting. Hi, everyone. We're waiting on Delvin to come back. Computer issues. But yes, we will cover New Warriors uh, 16. And, you know, since you're in there and you're watching, and uh, I want to say hello to Courtney and Jason and Linkovich and Tony. And yes, Max Hadroom was from 20 Minutes in the Future. Tony, you are correct. Tony, you should be very excited because I, I podcast and live stream from my art area. And currently, I'm working on, I'm taking a page out of this here book. 
to drew a drawing for you. In fact, they have my basic layout right here. I got the book ready. I just got to select a page from it. We're going to take care of that. So that's a peek behind it. You know what? While I'm giving you a peek behind the curtain, for you Crusaders Club members that uh, watch the I Finished It series over on the Patreon.com, I have just finished not one, but two, two VHS tapes that I'll be covering on I Finished It shortly. I'll be discussing uh, Ghostbusters 2, which I watched on my tube TV with my VCR, and, and Marked for Death, which I think is pinnacle Steven Seagal. But Delvin's back, so we don't have to talk about it <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I, I'm kind of intrigued. And Delvin immediately froze up. So I guess I'm going to continue <laughs> hosting the show. Oh, internets, why do you forsake Delvin? I don't know. I, I got nothing here. Am I still skipping? Now you're good now. No skippage. You just froze for a second. Seems like you're going to be okay. Everybody hold still. Everybody in the chat, hold still. Nobody move around. I think that's how it works. Okay. <laughs> I think it is how it works. I saw Tony Pennington ask, he said, was Mac set room 20 minutes in the future? Was that his thing? Was Mac That was like the very first episode was called Max Headroom 20 minutes into the future was what the episode was called. So as a How super know that? obscure, because I watch, I literally watched Max Headroom 20 minutes in the future about four weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. Okay. Now, why did you watch that? I, I, because I was like, I was like, remember Max Headroom from my childhood? And I was like, I wonder if it still holds up. It was on YouTube. It was free. So I watched it. I enjoyed did it. Did it hold up? Yeah. Yeah. It like, it was like, especially if you look at it through that eighties lens, like it was wildly creative uh, for, for, um, for the eighties for certain. Nice. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. So welcome to Max Headroom Cast, episode one. <laughs> what? 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 Welcome. <laughs> now you have. Now you're doing. You're coming through better now. At least it's. Uh, at least it's you doing it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I guess we should start this show off with the normal. New Warriors come out to oh, play. Yeah, oh wait, hold on. Uh, see, uh, we we have nothing together. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jared. Go I ahead. have. I have nothing together, so I can grab my art cup and my drink cup. <laughs> what sound? Oh. Close enough. New Warriors come out to play. There we go. I feel we, like we've been it's doing this. I need to add right we, now that I was vamping for time for you for four and a half minutes. Never pulled up the script. So let me go ahead and do Oh, Lord, people, Whoa. we are not in the zone tonight. And I'm starting to think you didn't stream this to, to Twitter because I don't see it on our Twitter feed, on the Longbox Twitter feed, so I can't retweet it. Well, that's great. So uh, <laughs> there's, there's that, too. We're falling apart at the seams, ladies and gentlemen. It, it completely fall. You know what? It, it fits in the theme. Uh, with, with, with this, uh, this transition is seamless, at least, Jared. It fits in the theme of this episode of New Warriors okay. falling apart at the seams because the team did not do well, but I guess I should introduce us. I don't mm. really have to have the script for this. I, I know who I am, and I know who you are. Uh, that's that's Jared here, and, and I'm, I'm Delvin. He calls himself Yard Cell Artist. I call myself Dark Web. Uh, when we talk about New Warriors, he's Nova. I'm Night Thrasher. Uh, he, he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. And <laughs> I actually get normally... Yeah, I know if you get Max Headroom <laughs> reference, you definitely <laughs> get some Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince it. reference. All right, you got a question to ask me, you know, assuming that that's prepared. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> let's, let's, 
<laughs> uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you a question about this issue, and we will talk about it later on. Um, there was a moment in this issue that we will definitely talk about later on that I particularly liked, and it was Firestar having a no-quit attitude against a villain way out of her power league. And I like that. I love that. So, you know, I was wondering if you want to think back through the um, comics you've read and the movies, the movie you've seen, and... <laughs> <laughs> I had to drop that to singular. Um, you know, can you think of any other moment like that where somebody stood up to somebody that was way more powerful than them and it was it was a great moment? So I Man, toss that one to you. That is a comic book staple and a movie staple. The first mm-hmm. one that I thought of was from Amazing Spider-Man 350. Is this a Fire Lord one? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, My bad. That yeah, I was, think that was in the uh, 200s. Yeah, I think that was, I want to say 289. I was thinking 280-ish, so yeah, I think you're right there. But in episode three, excuse me, issue 350, he fought Mm -hmm. Dr. Doom. And Mm. he didn't fight him. Like, the the backdrop was, um, what's the old thief's name? Silver Fox? Yes. Something like that? Silver Fox. Yep, it was Silver Fox. Silver Fox. Yeah, he stole something from Dr. Doom. And Dr. Doom was like, I'm going to kill you. And Spider-Man was like, you can't kill him. And so he was defending like this dude against Dr. Doom. And then he was getting destroyed the I whole do. time. Like there was one there's one where Dr. Doom just like, I mean, knocked him through like 88 walls. And like it's, it was Eric Larson drawing. And he's like, all oh, just like this cracked gl- like glass in his eye. He's just like. Ow. <laughs> it's just I remember it, 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 well. it was it was awesome because it just shows you like Spider-Man was so committed to protecting human life that he was willing to put himself through just a legendary L to do so. And of course, uh, Jason Jason has my back here. Jason Lady comes in ladies and gentlemen, Black Fox, not Silver Fox. Black I would have bet money it was Silver Fox, but I would have lost money then. Man, I, I can still see him with his gray mustache and his little black mm-hmm. get up. Because yeah. when I first started mm-hmm. like drawing, I was trying to emulate Larson. And I remember, I think it might have been the last page or something. There's a full page of Dr. Doom. And I and I tried to emulate Larson with it. And it came out pretty good, except his waist was way too skinny. But it's a very vivid memory of me being, I think, 14. I had the mm-hmm. comic down, had the blank page down. I was trying to draw like him. I remember that issue well. Yeah. So, do you want to answer that question? I mean, sure. it's not for you, but you can answer the question if you sure, got one. Sure, sure. Uh, Jason Lady also said that Sarah Connor versus Terminator is a classic example. I concur. Oh, that's a great one. That's I a great concur. one. While we're talking about strong ladies of the 80s, you got to give it up for Ellen Ripley versus the aliens, man. She had no quit in her at all. Yep. But you know what? I'm going to talk about one that uh, just every time I watch it, get a little tear in my eye. It was uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Trying to remember if it was one or two. Andrew Garfield. He quit being Spider-Man. And the rhino shows up at the end of the movie. And mm-hmm. the, oh, the little kid yeah. in the Spider-Man suit walks out there. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> I just love that. Because it's like Spider-Man had such a influence of positivity. He, like that kid thought, we need a Spider-Man. And I'm it. And I'm like, that is so awesome. So I get a little, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> I love that movie. That that is a great moment. What's <laughs> funny? People blasting me in the chat. Silver Fox was a lady. Silver Fox was the girlfriend of Wolverine. Hey man, don't judge my bad memory. 
No worry. I mean, I was there with you, so I it's, it's okay. Fox, I thought Black Fox was a, a Pam Greer movie that I saw. One time. <laughs> Maybe it's a Pam Greer movie you dreamed about. And we're not. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk New Warriors. Let me read my boilerplate okay. here. Come out to play as a chronicling of the 1990s series, The New Warriors. First volume of New Warriors ran 75 issues. Jared and I will cover all of this first volume as I rediscover my love for the series, help Jared find his, and share our love and joy with the listening audience. Grab your skateboards and bucket helmets. It is time to play. So, yeah, we have a cover that's going to be coming up. We're talking today about New Warriors issue 16. Cover credits go, once again, to Mark Bagley and Larry Malstead and Jared is going to show the cover by the time I come back to the StreamYard tab, and then he's going to talk about it. Yes, sir, I will. I want to, uh, speaking of tabs, I'll put up the looking at the cover, because that's what we're going to do. We want to look professional, and then I'm going to hide it so we can see the full cover. Okay, so you've got a big, bold, and golden Terax dead center, and what really makes this cover cool, I'll get it out of the way right off the bat, he's got his Terax axe. <laughs> Follow me mm -hmm. on that. It's like a Trace Buster Buster. His Terax it, it hat. Is, yes. He is slicing through the New Warriors logo. The corner box is smashed and crooked, but clearly still works. And there's a blurb on there that says Terax Unleashed. And you have all the new... Oh, oh I think all the New Warriors... Uh, um, almost like running from Terax in the lower part of the uh, cover. And including Silhouette, who is a little bit more prominent uh, in the foreground. And, and I would say the most prominent ones are Silhouette, Night Thrasher's running uh, towards camera, and mm -hmm. uh, everyone's sort of following behind. And then it has a real cool blue background with some of that, uh, what people call Kirby Crackle effect going on. So, color wheel says blue and yellow. That's the way to go. I concur. And again, the real treat of the cover is Terax slicing through the logo and the corner box sort of crumbling along with that slice. Really cool effect. Again, it's Bagley and Malstead. So, you know, it looks cool. The first thing that caught my eye was, it's not often that you see the heroes on the cover just running. Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Done. No. Out. No way. I am out of here. And in fairness, if you're going to run from somebody, you're not going to run you know, from street level thug, you, you are going to run from a galactic level powered hero, or excuse me, villain in Terax. And Terax is sitting there <laughs> in that like in that sumo pose, like with the axe looking all BA and everything. Like <laughs> might be yeah. so, I, the first thing that I did, I, I wasn't crazy about the color, but now for whatever reason, like I mean, you know, I got the cover here, you know, I have no idea how old my copy of New Warriors is. But it pops more on this image that you're showing right now, and I and it and I get it more because he looks even more imposing. Because my first thought when I looked at it was, why didn't they just put Terax in his normal colors? And I think it would have been fine if they would have, but having him in yellow makes him look even more threatening. So mm. it was an excellent job to me. That's a good point, by the way. As I look at my cover newsstand cover. The blue, the bold blue of the background on my cover looks more like purple. So I think it got a, maybe a slight upgrade when they went digital with it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Anything else to add, Jared? No, uh, I love it. Um, oh, actually, I do have something to add. Just from a comic creator point of view, you if you look at his 
let's say bear skin, like his bear legs and arms, uh, they mm -hmm. are speckled. There's a real speckle effect, and that'll carry over into the book as well. I think that is a type of zipatone. Reserve the right to be wrong. I, I uh, there's a chance Mark might have masked that off and actually done the whole toothbrush and ink spray for speckle effect. But I think that's a type of zipatone. And for any listeners or watchers that, that don't know, those are some of those um, shading effects that you can just um, cut out and overlay. So a lot of times, okay. if you see like little dot 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 you know tight little dots that make a shadow that's a zipatone effect and so that way the artist can kind of cut to shape and then just overlay and it'll give it that effect so looking at this it's hard for me to tell because it's not the typical zipatone but man i have a hard time believing he took the time to do all those speckle effects but yeah we wouldn't know unless we asked him now would we yep that's true that's true i had never heard of the term zipatone until you said it right now so I mm -hmm. I, there's some comments about it uh, in the chat. Linkovich says definitely looks like zip on page one, which I don't remember if I download, but yeah, that definitely looks like a zip tone with the dotted effects. Um, but it's cool. It's used a neat effect. You know, I don't know a lot about Terex as, as we'll talk about as we go on, but like Delvin said, he looks real tough. They're running from him. I, I learned a lot from him. I'll jump ahead a little bit. The story where he says, uh, he said something like, first I'm going to kill you guys. Then I'm going to kill the fantastic four. And then I'm going to go kill Galactus. <laughs> I'm like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is uh, on a roll, but it, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <clears throat> yeah, he had, a, he had a whole list, didn't he? Like he? Yeah, he had a checklist of people he needed to kill. <laughs> I think Billy All Madison right. was on there, but Billy called him. <laughs> <laughs> Billy called and apologized. <laughs> Terax is just on the couch with the list. Okay. Uh, our, our bits aside, we can bring up some comments from the listening audience. Uh, Jason just kind of agreed with me saying good point about New Warriors pulling a 23 skidoo. Like, I don't get to say 23 skidoo very often, so I just wanted to say that. Um, you got Tim Price. Welcome, Tim. Says, I take Terax's color to be the glare from his axe, showing how much energy it's producing, meaning a lot. Time to run. So that's a good point. Uh, let's see. Was there any other one? Oh, Tony Pennington adds, it's also Terax's solo album cover. I agree. Nice. I mean, and I mean, the man even has an axe that he's working on. So, I mean, it works two ways. Absolutely. Great comments, folks. We already had some people with some ratings, by the way, like uh, Jason Lady gave it a nine. Uh, let's see. Was there anyone else? I saw uh, Courtney Holland uh, said that she's going to take a point off because of too much yellow, but I didn't see her rating. We're about to see ours, though. Uh, I'll go first this time. We do things here on Come Out to Play on a scale of 1 to 10 nightsticks. Definitely not Tronkians. Uh, and, <laughs> and rating the cover, if I had to rate it first off, I, I'm, I'm at an 8. I think it is a really good cover. I think there are some better covers coming up. There's nothing wrong with this cover at all. And if you are any fan of the power cosmic related beings and the galactic level characters of Marvel, then you will love this cover. But also it's just a great cover because it shows Terax looking just, again, completely B.A. And then like the New Warriors actually just taking a powder and running like, nah, we, we got to retreat on this one. So just a couple of cool things that you may not normally see in a cover. Uh, what do you think, Jared? I uh, largely agree with you. I think, uh, you know, the the New Warriors are, are small on the cover, but that's for a reason. We're going to focus on being an angry Terex. It is a lot of yellow, uh, but 
the slash through the effect in the broken corner box is really kind of primo. So uh, I'm going to go with an 8.5. No, sir. No. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'll go with you on the eight. I'll match you on the eight. I think an eight okay. is fair on this one. Gotcha. Gotcha. And had a couple more. Linkovich also said an eight. And Tony P says a nine only because the sill perspective throws him off a little bit. Uh, and I, yeah, I, and I think everyone rated I for a reason. It's good. It's Mark Bagley. I could go on and on again about how much I like Mark Bagley, but I'm sure I, I got Hold on. 16, I probably got about nine more issues or so before we say goodbye to Mr. Bagley. And I'm done with the show, so <laughs> that will be that. It'll be like, new warrior, come out to play. Oh, wait, why am I saying that to myself? <laughs> the sound of one bottle clinking. <laughs> Whatever that may be. <laughs> and with that, oh, wait, nope, I was about to go to the synopsis, but I can't yet. Oh, what do we got? Jared do? has not read the cover, uh, the credits for the issue. Oh, I haven't read the credits for the issue. Good thing mm-hmm. I have the script up. All right, for the credits for the issue, we're going to be talking about New Warriors sixteen. <laughs> One of these days, I'll figure out which way the camera angle is. Uh, this on sale date was August twenty seventh, nineteen ninety one. Its cover date was October of ninety one. Its cover price was one dollar, just four shiny quarters. Story by Fabian Nicieza. Pencils are Mark Bagley. Inks are Larry Malstead. The colors are Andy Yankis. The letters are Joe Rosen and is edited by Danny Fingeroff. Thanks to Mike's Amazing World, where you can get all that kind of information because that's where we got it from. Now, hit me with that synopsis. Absolutely. Just want to mention Jason Lady's comment since you know, I did a little spoiler and said Bagley's off the book circa issue 25 or so. And he said, now Derek Robertson is on the horizon. More great art coming. He is right. The New Warriors run, for the most part, had some really good artists. And of course, that's always a good that to me, that's a sign that Marvel took the book seriously, that they put like talent on the book to match the um, writing. So that's always good. Cause I remember having that lament years ago about black Panthers, like black Panthers coming out. Yeah. It's like, and the artist is <laughs> Schmo the piece of crap. Like, wait, what? Hey, that's my pin name. The piece of crap. That's my pin name. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Sorry, man. I didn't know. Remember, when it, I remember say, when it launched in the nineties, was it like Mark Texera and, and like Mark Texera did painted covers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, like definitely, definitely not crapping on Tashera. There were other artists though for a while were just like, uh, really? <laughs> Y'all, this is he hadn't found his footing. This is not <laughs> Black Panther <laughs> cast. It's come out to play a New Warriors podcast. So let me read the synopsis. The title of the book is Ground War. Terax is back thanks to the bumbling of Harmon Ferments donating his body to the cause of being a host body. Like an ass. See, I called him that last synopsis. That's continuity, folks. That's how the big leagues do it. See, I can riff like this because there's not much to tell. New Warriors catch a whooping due to a fully powered Terax. He is a former Herald of Galactus, and they all strong. And Nova had the good common sense to run away and come back with four more allies who are absolutely quite okay. Feels like I may have missed out on a moment there. On purpose, boom, big leagues. 
All kidding aside, there was a very important vignette involving Midnight's Fire, who was the next to last boss in a Castlevania sequel that I know we'll talk about <laughs> soon. Nice. <laughs> I always thought it was I, a clone. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Look, Midnight's Fire is going to be coming up a few times <laughs> in the coming issues, and I have to continue the bit. So we it. extended it past Cologne line. Like it was out we, for like four or five episodes, and now it's back again. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, I got to come up with a joke of what Midnight's Fire is going to be. <laughs> oh, man. Excellent. So, Jared, we're going to go through highs and lows. We have been doing that through Jared, bringing up particular panels in the book, and we talk about it and other stuff, of course. So what do you got up first, Jared? What do I have up first, Jared? Indeed. Let us start. And Delvin, we're going to have to move way, way over because I'm starting with not page one, but two and three is a double page spread. Hey, Hi. Hey, everybody. So, yeah, we got double-page spread. Um, and like Delvin said, there's not a ton of story for this one, which is weird because I ended up pulling seven pages to talk about. But, I mean, it's a double-page spread. It's Bagley. It's Terex on the loose uh, with his cool axe, just chaos in the background. Again, that probably zip tone on his body parts that show. That sounded weird. But, anyways, uh, it's just artistically, it's really cool. And that's why I include it. Do you have thoughts? between the first page, which was a splash page, and then pages two and three, which was a big old splash page. Like, this page is awesome. And I'm, I, man, I swear for whatever reason, like the, the 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 ones that they're pulling up, the images here, they, they're just popping today. Like, look at Terax. Terax looks freaking incredible. And he's like, yeah! And he's got the axe, <laughs> which looks menacing. And like his cough... Dude, that is amazing. It shows you exactly how powerful he is. The dude can literally move the earth. That, that's a very, very powerful creature in order to do that. And, and it just shows right away that the new warriors are dealing with a threat that they have never had to deal with before. Yeah, incredible. And in freaking incredible. What, what a very, very artwork. Oh, yeah. He's very, he's having a Kool Aid man moment, right? <laughs> he's, oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and Jason Lady agrees. He says, Terax looks so happy there. Dude loves his work. Yeah. Yes, sir. He does. He really does. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Tony oh. Pennington says, Terex never skipped a leg day. <laughs> nope. Dude. And which is a must. Even doesn't matter whether you're on Earth or whether you're out like soaring the cosmos, you cannot skip leg day. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Again, this might be one of our faster story reviews because there's not a lot but action happening here. I agree. I agree. Uh, the next page I picked, I picked because it kind of allows me to tie in two um, story elements. One, uh, on a previous page, the New Warriors roster at least temporarily grew because they added uh, the math magician, math, math, Manic. Mathematic. Yes. Mathematic. Mathematic and this impulse, not DC's impulse, but Marvel's impulse, mm. both mm. basically left their because their their old team was like, uh, all we wanted was out. And so they left. But Mathematic mm. and and um impulse here decided to stay. Mathematic, um, I'm not sure why. Uh <laughs> impulse just because he wanted to fight somebody, and boy, did he pay the price. Looks like he got his back broken. 
Maybe uh, Fabian needed some cannon fodder to show how serious Terax was, so that's why he chose this poor bastard <laughs> right here. But man, it was rough. So, Delvin, back to you. There's that, and you know when they're like, "Yeah, is that his back broken?" Like from that angle, it looks more like about half of his ribs were crushed instead of his back. So instead of him possibly not being able to feel it, he's instead in excruciating agony. And so hopefully his metabolism healed him very, very quick. I don't know. Yeah, that 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 looked painful. Even mm. there are a couple of images that Mark Bagley drew in there that you very easily could convey that something bad happened. It happened later on. I don't know if you're showing that page uh, with... Uh, Midnight's Fire, the left hand, and um, other prison guy who got it. Like, there was just this gr very graphic image, like, oof, uh, goodness gracious. I, it. I, I have it. Um, I just need you to talk about this page some more because, once again, <laughs> I uploaded all the images, and it just kind of picked and choose which images it was going to let me upload. So give me a second. That is here. okay, because <laughs> I can talk a little bit about... I, I actually kind of liked that some of, um, geez, the other superhero, Cyanex, thank you, Delvin, thank myself, uh, why, how Cyanex, a couple of them, you know, they kind of decided to stick with the Warriors, even if it was for their own reasons. But it was also kind of funny because, like, one of the most powerful members of the Cyanex team would be Asylum, who could, like, shift people through, like, the... Uh, her own body and do the into the not, not phantom zone. I don't the shadow zone. I think is what it's called. She's mm. super powerful, and it's like wow, she's the one left. I, like if I were them, it's like uh, impulse. Could you go ahead and leave? Like you're Night Thrasher's level, and we're fighting. <laughs> we're fighting a galactic level foe, so you're not really needed here. <laughs> oh no! But it, it was. I, I kind of like that. I thought it was. It was cool that it, it showed a little bit of individuality within a team that wasn't even the New Warriors. So to me, that kind of says that Fabian cares about the characters. I can dig it. And you did vamp for just enough time. I'm now uploading again. I did this beforehand. This is the one part I did plot ahead. Came back to bite me. The next page, which is exactly what you were talking about. Midnight's fire. And the left hand. So, uh, yeah, I definitely had to include this because this was really our only story break. Yes, in sir. the whole thing. It was like all out mm -hmm. action, combat, um, impulse getting broken in half and all that kind of fun stuff. Meanwhile, in prison, uh, Midnight's Fire, which I'm pretty sure starred Chuck Norris and came out in 1987. Ah, yes. <laughs> Midnight's Fire. Uh, basically, he's in prison, and this dude left hand shows up in his prison cell, like, hey, I got things for you to do, Midnight's Fire. And then his idiot cellmate pulls a shiv, and you can see what happens to the guy. And in fact, if I uh, drop the banner, he's, you can see his chest, <laughs> his ribs. <laughs> Wide open. Yeah. yeah, so chess ain't supposed to do that. You've got uh, you got this guy left hand who, judging by his clothes, is probably a member of the new power generation, and he's clearly <laughs> 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 he's clearly recruiting Midnight's um, Fire for something. So that is our mm -hmm. sort of cliffhanger, like a little dangler that Fabian puts out there. He's being recruited for something, and I'll kick it back to you. I think that if I were offering a little story tease that I could have said basically the same words you did. Looks like the left hand 
is recruiting a team. For what? I don't know. But it has something to do with Silhouette, which he mentioned, because that's Midnight's Fire's sister. Um, and he mentioned Dwayne Taylor, a.k.a. Night Thrasher, which made Midnight's Fire, you know, rub on that scar that good old Night Thrasher gave him. And he's like, okay, you got me. That's your hook. I'm intrigued. So let's go. What is this leading to? Who's to say? I mean, who is I, to say? who is to say? I mean, I could say, but that wouldn't really be much fun. And then like eight months from now or so, you're going to be like, well, you ruined it. And then I'd be like, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. So <laughs> I don't want I don't want to have to make that apology. But I will say this is very intriguing. And what I will also say is that Fabian Nicias was pretty good at those vignettes that seem to lead somewhere. Mm-hmm. He did it with the he did it with the Sphinx, and that storyline bore pretty good fruit. So it, I would say it's a good bet that this storyline too is going to bear some fruit. But what fruit? How? Who's to say? But it was a good touch to start with a character whom we had already met before in Midnight's Fire. Yes, sir. Pretty sure that was also a song by Cinderella, by the way. <laughs> Keeps on. The jokes keep coming. Midnight's Fire is like a bottomless pit of jokes and jokes. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Um, welcome to the chat. Kathleen has joined us. She asked what she missed. She says she didn't get a notification. So now would be the time to... Like, subscribe, and click that bell so you get notifications <laughs> when we go live, everybody. Uh, no, I think there was some kind of hiccup streaming it to uh, Twitter, which if that's where you get your notification from, that was it. We'll have it fixed yeah. next time. No big deal. But we do appreciate you stopping by. Yep. All right. Yep, yep. Um, okay. Next page. I lost myself in all my clicks. There we go. Page five. You knew this was coming. Uh, anytime we have a... Uh, you know, new power reveal or like, Oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that, but he did. And you know, anyway, where that joke was going. <laughs> um, yeah. So we got speedball here and he gets like pummeled down into this, this tunnel or tube. And while he's in there, he's just bouncing around. You know, his whole thing is kinetic energy. So it just keeps building a building a building until he pops back out and he's able to lay out with a punch, a Herald of Galactus. So it's like, Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a neat trick to put in your hip pocket. Like I think it was last issue, maybe two issues ago, uh, Nova and Speedball kind of came up with their fastball special, you know, of X-Men mm-hmm. fame. It was basically like Nova, like then he's like basically pummeling, like boom, with some energy, and then Speedball went sure flying did. off. And this sure is did. like that times, you know, 20 or maybe even a hundred. Uh, so it's really cool to see that speedball can uh, take things to the next level. You know, he kind of discovered that about himself. I'm sure Night Thrasher being a strategic leader noticed this. Maybe something they can use in the future. Um, so maybe uh, maybe the gangly kid who's not terribly useful can actually be super, super useful in certain situations. That's a heck of a moment, isn't it? Like the one moment that I can equate it to, and you, you probably wouldn't have read this. It was uh, Uncanny X-Men. And when Joe Matt was was uh, drawing the book, so probably in the 350s, 360s or somewhere around there. And Cannonball was an X-Men at the time. And he very famously defeated Gladiator. Do you know Gladiator? Mm-hmm. I know Gladiator. Sure. He has that. He has that mohawk going. Yeah, I've seen him around some other I stuff. I like so that yeah. for a mohawk motion, by the way. <laughs> 
hands. Two hands. Yeah. It's a two-handed. Yes, two hands. See, it encompasses the whole head. <laughs> I don't remember and, where I came across him. I know who he is. And he and Cannonball had done his homework, and he had a little bit more experience, but he did his homework, and, and using that, he was able to beat a foe many, many times more powerful than he was. It was really, really cool. And just like we mentioned before, Spider-Man beating Fire Lord. Spider-Man's was more adrenaline fuel, though. But this one was a young hero who got his moment. And yeah, if I were he, I would definitely realize that, man, I could be this powerful that I could lay out a galactic level foe? Dang, maybe I need to start doing some stuff. Will he or won't he remains to be seen, but you could always put this in his uh, in his bank of feats that he's done that are super powerful. So that's cool. Absolutely. Good times on that. Got, got to show that page. All right. Let's bring up the next one. And then after this, I only have but one more. All right. Here's that moment we talked about earlier when Firestar had no quit in her. It looked like Terax had basically defeated the whole team and Firestar standing up to go... One more round. Pulling that Captain America, I can do this all day type of thing. And I'm always down for that. Uh, like I said, you know, we've mentioned some examples. Uh, another one that springs to mind was in the first, well, I'd say 20, 25 issues of Nightwing. Do you remember when he had to square off against Deathstroke mm-hmm. solo? Yes. And he was like, yes. I can't beat Deathstroke. But then he was like, doesn't mean I'm not going to try. And he beat <laughs> Deathstroke. <laughs> and I was like, wait. I love that. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait a minute. Batman trained me. and so that's again we talked about those moments that was the question moment i gave delvin earlier in the show so we've kind of arrived at that really cool moment for firestar you know not only to have that no quit to be the last woman standing if you will um clearly outpowered but but not going to stop and just to put the icing on the cake you just look at it and bagley just drew this really great firestar her hair looks good She's well colored, so give it up for was it Andy? I think Andy colored this. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's just she the way he drew her. You know, she still has that pride in her eyes, but her nose is bleeding, her lips bleeding. Um, really good capturing the moment there, you know. And then Terax is like, all right, uh, he even says something like, "Hey, you've earned my respect. Uh, I'm gonna kill you now." And <laughs> and uh, and then we'll see what happens on the next page of who shows up to save her. But I just thought it was a cool. I always love those moments when someone stands up to something that's just way bigger than them, but they just don't stop. And I tell you, it is, it does speak to Firestar's character. And matter of fact, if I were to pick an ultimate warrior, even though we're not there yet, she's absolutely in the running because she had the good idea. Like Nova at the beginning was kind of like, oh, we don't need these Sinex people. And Firestar's like, oh, no, 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 we can use them. <laughs> We need we need a little bit more power here. We we are going against a very powerful foe. And so that was smart. She constantly tried to she stayed in the fight as long as she could. She was pouring it on to Terax. It just wasn't having an effect. And even when she was down, like that first panel, she's down. Heck, at that point, she could have just been like, um, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I'm totally dead. I'm totally dead over here. <laughs> He, he better have walked away because had he stayed here, I would have walked his butt. Yeah, could have done it, but didn't. She she stood up as like, no, we're we're not going to we're not going to go out without every ounce of my energy being expended. Then you can leave. That's that's cool. 
that's that's some Rocky esque ish right there. So mm, yes, with the Rocky tie in, you got me. You got me on that. You know, I love it. Oh yeah, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> that's right, I didn't hear no bell. So yeah, that was cool for you know. And again, I'm waiting for. I know it's coming. I know it's coming because I think at some point, much like Phoenix with the X Men. I think she's got enough power to take somebody like that out. She lets it all go. But uh, I certainly hope New Warriors eventually delivers on that. Because if she lets all of her power go, mm, that's a powerful girl. She is. And that is one thing that they've kind of hinted at from even the beginning. That she holds back a little bit because she's afraid of what she might do to hurt people or harm people. So maybe she does have that moment. Maybe she doesn't. But no one can doubt that she is a powerful Super heroine who probably hasn't quite discovered that control of her powers yet. So, uh, and I know her powers are slightly different microwave heat and all that than the human torch, but you know, I've seen the human torch go nova before, and uh, that's a, that's a sight to behold. All right, there's a hint in there. <laughs> the hint of Link, that Linkovich uh mentioned was about maximum carnage. Do you remember maximum carnage, Jared? I do. Uh, I, I read a lot of that back in the day. Uh, probably need to reread. Don't remember. Don't remember what her involvement in that was off the top of my head. I have to relook at it. Maximum Carnage was mostly, if not entirely, run an Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, that's how which, I remember. Which, if if I had to guess, I I think I, I want to say David Michelinie did it. If it wasn't him, it was J.M.D. Mateus. One of the two, because those are the two. Uh, Spidey writers, main Spidey writers of the 90s. And I think that whichever writer it was that was on the book, they were like, hey, we got Mark Bagley now. So like, maybe we should give him a few characters to make him feel a little bit more comfortable. So a few of the new warriors were gotcha. part of the Maximum Carnage storyline. I don't even remember what Firestar did to kind of redeem herself, but I, 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 get, a, I get a hint based off of Linkovich's comments. So that's cool. Mm. Linkovich is providing the links. Oh, bitch. appropriate of Fitch. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all right. Uh, get ready to move way over again because <laughs> it's the double page spread at the end. Oh, how cool is this? How cool is this? I mean, again, we're on. Uh, well, let me backpedal that because I was about to say again we're in you know early stages of New Warriors. You got to get those popular guest heroes in. Oh, it's Fantastic Four, but but Fantastic Four is not on the cover, but they are talked about in the blurb on the bottom corner. So I kind of think it's cool that they didn't need the Fantastic Four to sell the cover, but they show up in a very glorious fashion right here at the end. And I mean, I don't like. Nova could have gone and got anybody. He could have got the X Men or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. It just I'm just excited to see um, the art team on this. You know, and I say the art team because I mean Bagley, Malstead, Colorist, everybody. Like you get to see them do the FF, and it's really good. These are characters <laughs> that are not even in their normal wheelhouse. You know, they don't draw them all the time, and they all look so good. Like. I just feel like Bagley was like, I get like he woke up and was like, I'm drawing the Fantastic Four today. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I feel when I look at it. Even so much as uh, you got Terax in the foreground, you've got some nice uh, rock work, like where Nova's standing and broken wood, where the thing is standing, and then you have that extra layer of of background rubble that's just done in like a silhouette. Uh, he clearly was like, I want this to look good. I want my Fantastic Four moment to shine. And it totally does. And I will shut up now mm -hmm. and let Delvin talk. 
what it's making me think of is, you know, I followed Mark Bagley's career a lot. He went over to DC. He did some Batman. He has drawn Thunderbolts. He's drawn and he's drawn Hulk for a little bit. Uh, He's been, you know, ultimate Spidey guy. Of course he did amazing Spidey. He's come back to amazing Spidey in the last year or two or so and contributed very well to some issues there. Of course, his artwork's still fantastic, but I don't think he has had a run on Fantastic Four. He's even done, he's even done, he did all new X-Men for a little bit. So he's drawn the mutants, but I don't think he's gotten Marvel's first family yet. And if he ever did, oh, <laughs> oh I would love it. Oh my goodness, it would be so good because even just looking at this artwork here and Here's a hint for next month. I, I vividly remember the cover for New Warrior 17, and, and it will get a 10. I love it. I love it so freaking much. And it's just, it, it it's everything that covers everything 90s, but this is kind of a, a hint to that cover to where they have these big freaking honking guns that make <laughs> no sense. It is so like, this is the 1990s. Look at these Extreme. guns. Extreme. It was like it was like Bagley. They're like Bagley. Can you draw the FF? And he was like, Hell yeah! And they were like, Can you give him some guns? And he's like, Um, hey Rob, Rob Liefeld, how do you how do you <laughs> draw guns? And Rob's like, Oh, I got you covered, bro. Because those are Liefeldian guns. I just turned it at Liefeldian. I just made a whole new word. But that's a absolutely yes guns. <laughs> yeah, just big freaking honking guns. Just just absolutely wonderful. And I mean, Terex, and, and, and what's funny is even uh, like in the book, it, in character, Terex is even like, yes, Fantastic <laughs> Four. So, so even the villain is excited to see Fantastic Four, which makes it even cooler. Yeah, there was a moment where it looked like Nova was running away and everyone, like Nova ain't, he, he ain't no punk. That's just, I mean, he, they've already established that in 16 issues. He's not a coward. By any means, if he was leaving, it was for a reason. And he came back and he thankfully got some heavy duty ammunition. So now the Warriors actually have a chance of winning this fight. So very, very, very cool ending with the splash page. And also what we started with is a good way to end it as well. We had a splash page opener. We mm-hmm. had a a double fold splash page. And then we end with a double fold splash page which kind of shows you that, quote, unquote, not much going on in the book, but except a battle. And the battle was super freaking high pitched. And But sometimes, you know, there's just not a lot to tell. It's like, yep, big bad guy. The heroes tried to beat the villain. Heroes couldn't beat, beat the villain. And so they had to go get reinforcements. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good enough. I, sometimes you don't have to draw that out. No, speaking of drawing it out, dude, what it put me in, this whole issue put me in mind of, and, I'm in no way comparing myself to Fabian Nicieza. Um, I'm no way comparing my friend Mark Hatherley to uh, Mark Bagley, although they're both Marks and they both draw good. But when you have like that, I just feel like, again, this panel, this page we're looking at really shows. I just feel like every once in a while you get that issue where you get to let the artist run with it. Right. And I think that's what we had here. I think, I think Nicieza was like, all right, Mark, um, here's point A, here's point B, here's my plot elements draw the most fun because they're also every page is so energetic and and so much battle happening and i get that i get to do that with mark sometimes when i'm writing my books it'll be like these next two pages you know spoiler alert i got a, a zombie book coming our hero is just blasting away at zombies and i'll tell him 
that's all we'll say. Just like have fun, <laughs> you know. And I and so that makes Mark that makes your artist um, very happy to go. All right, I can really cut loose, you know. And I feel like this whole issue mm-hmm. was Bagley, Malstead cutting loose and just uh, putting down great action scenes, and uh, that's welcome, you know. It, every issue doesn't have to be, you know, Citizen Kane. You know, <laughs> we we can we can have last action hero. I love both of them. Right, <laughs> I'm totally down with both of those films, and I'm down with both of those styles. So yeah, yeah. Really while I while I've not read it, if I'm not mistaken, like the Marvel way is a lot of times you'll basically just give a very brief outline to the artist and say, mm-hmm. "This is what we want. Go." Yeah. And, very, very Stan Lee way to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like, and 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 it also reminds me of any time that you've seen any band perform, especially a band that's been. Oh, well, most bands that have made it to any level of fame and success have been around for a while, and, and they've been with each other and they know each other's strengths. So a lot of times, like the front man, kind of just takes a step back or he hex go get go you know, water goes for a bio break or whatever. And then, you know, the lead guitarist gets to freaking just belt out a solo of their own or the drummer gets to do a drum solo or something like that just to showcase that other person and show just how, you know, badass they are. So this was a great opportunity to where there weren't a ton of words there, but you got the opportunity if you're Mark Bagley to show out and then Malstead, of course, you know, puts in his inking work and the color. So it was a great job of Fabian kind of stepping back and letting the rest of the team show what they know. hundred percent. We got a few comments. Uh, let's see. Tony Pennington says that was an awesome reveal as a young Tony. I didn't expect it. And Jason Lady says the guns do have a purpose. We will see it next issue. Mm-hmm. Very good foreshadow. Uh, and Tony comes back and says it was nice to see Nova get a chance to show a bit of his history. He has connections and working relationships are drawn. Very, very mm-hmm. true. Also, uh, both Vance and the thing are both very famous Jewish Marvel characters uh, as well. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? No, that's mostly it. That's mostly it. Um, I think we covered the book pretty good. And even though we said it wouldn't take long, we're still right about at our almost hour time. We ran our mouth. Yeah, we ran our mouth, as we're known to do. And and you could jump to your segment, though. I think we are getting close to wrap up. All right, sir. I was just looking for... There we go. All right. It's time to talk about the ultimate warrior and the ultimate worrier. Uh, who do we think is shining in this book and having great moments and is the warrior? Who do we think is struggling or who are we concerned about would be our ultimate warrior? And uh, Delvin, we got. I'm going to go a little bit. Uh, well, I'm not, we didn't discuss him. I'll say that much. But my ultimate warrior is Marvel Boy. There were a few times where he was doing stuff in the background, but mm-hmm. if you paid attention to it, mm-hmm. it was like, Throwing up massive shields, things that he couldn't do earlier on. Terax collapsed a freaking building on them, and Marvel Boy shielded them from that. Then Terax, like, basically threw some big energy blast from his axe, and he told Angel, no, get behind me, and blocked it. Hmm. That That's pretty dang powerful. He hinted, I think it was last issue, where they were like, wait a minute, can you carry us all? 
And he was like, watch me. So very clearly, young Vance is getting much more powerful and confident in his powers. Interesting to see. Hmm. Who do you have for Ultimate Warrior? Well, I'm going to take the easy route and just give it to Firestar for standing up, pulling that Rocky. You hear no bell that mm-hmm. moment. Absolutely. Yep. I love it. And I love it. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm giving it to Firestar. <laughs> nice. Nice. What about the Warrior? Who are you worried about? I'm worried about Terax. I mean, he's looking pretty un- unbeatable. I mean, this is the part of the story arc where the villain often looks unbeatable until that last issue of the story arc kind of tells you how or what you should have been paying attention to of how he can be beaten. But right now, Terax had a pretty good day and he can have a good day. He's the bad guy. This book ain't called the Terraxes. It's the new warriors. So I want to know how the heck he's going to be beaten. And I don't, I am taking Jason Lady's hint of the guns do have a purpose. And I vaguely remember, but I can't fully remember what it is. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading 17 already. Who are you worried about, Jared? Hmm. As you were talking about Terax, I was reminded of a line from Honeymoon in Vegas. And I think Sarah Jessica Parker says it to Nicholas Cage. She says, because he said, I had this certain card hand. And he goes, it's like unbeatable, but he still lost. Mm-hmm. And so her phrase was like unbeatable is not unbeatable. <laughs> so that's what went through my head as you were talking about Terax. I'm like, he's like unbeatable, but that's not unbeatable. Yep. Yep. Uh, so who am I worried about? Honestly, I have to say impulse. <laughs> <laughs> dude is in like two pieces now maybe maybe i didn't pay attention in an earlier episode does he have like a wolverine like healing ability i don't I won't, know i won't worry so much but it's not looking good for that dude i, I mean, remember he's strong and fast i don't know if he has a healing power or not <laughs> <laughs> i do like that dude like i know he's not one of our main characters is like you know unless he's got a healing power he's kind of dead <laughs> so uh yeah it's all yeah, that. It's gonna be going to be the world's fastest invalid and, and <laughs> i was really wor- i was worried there. about midnight's fires uh cellmate but uh midnight's fires self possessive possess anyway midnight's fires cellmate but uh, you have to worry about him he he did <laughs> yeah, yeah he he did that and let's see jason lady says ultimate warrior firestar her understated bravery and grit shines through once again that almost sounds like a, a warden deck from the air force uh and he was worried about impulse. He got worse jacked up than Batman and Nightfall. Yeah, he he did. And Batman came back, but like Batman rich. I'm not sure that impulse is rich. <laughs> so also not good. Uh, Linkovich says, I think impulse was just a crazy gang member. Just talking about his background. Yeah, I don't remember anything about him having a fast healing uh, ability. So there is that. And... Tony Pennington says, I said it once, I'll say it again. Vance's power increases as the cowl decreases. That's an yeah. inverse relationship, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was also, he also mentioned just as far as like the links to each other that Vance and Ben um, also wrestled in the same promotion. So that's Marvel Boy and The Thing also wrestled in the same promotion. And that was their history. They actually did mention that, I think, in issue one or two when Vance was trying to get into the Avengers and wanted an initiation, but he couldn't even get past, like, the tentacles 
holding the security. So Captain America showed up in his robe and his coffee mug was like ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, son, I can beat you without powers right now. You are not that strong. Anyway, we've talked long enough. We've got great comments. We've got great listeners. Appreciate y'all. We should rate the book one to 10. Jared, what would you rate New Warriors 16? Mm, boy, uh, it's sure red fast, action-packed, art look great. Definitely building towards something. Really like this one. This one, uh, just an easy breezy read. Yeah, I'm going to go with a solid nine on this. I like this book a lot. Good nine on this one. And not that we're an action film face-off, but I will give that a match game. I'm at a nine, too. Oh, he's, he's wearing a T-shirt. Go go listen to action film face-off, y'all. Uh, it is a fantastic and fun romp with Jared and Jason and usually some sniper. Uh, so, yeah, very fun listen. I give it a nine, too. Great artwork. It was a brisk story, but it was a brisk story that had substance and it advanced Things that we have been looking at for the past year plus with the New Warriors. We've seen Terex before. We have seen um, Cyanex before. Obviously, we've seen the Warriors and we've seen their increase in powers happen as well. But even their gelling and bonding is not enough to take on a galactic herald. So they had to get some big league help and it doesn't get any bigger in the Marvel Universe than the Fantastic Four. So... A lot of cool things happen, plus that vignette that absolutely will be paying dividends in the not-so-distant future. So it's a nine. Fantastic. Fan-freaking-tastic. And let's see, are there any comments? Nope, just some general chatter going on, which I love to see, actually. Yes, indeed. We got a great chat comment uh, crew here. So, you know, if you're listening to this on the podcast right now, uh, we encourage you to join the live streams. The The people in the chat are so knowledgeable, so nice. I mean, Tim Price got my honeymoon in Vegas reference. He followed it up with the next line in the chat. I mean, that's incredible. But everybody is really nice to each other. There's a lot of, and there's a lot of different, like, um, what am I trying to say? Everyone's welcome. Like, Kathy's in the chat. She just admitted she didn't hadn't read any of these books. She just likes to hear us chat about them. And then we got people who've read them and memorized them. So, like, you know, it, basically I'm saying if you're listening to the podcast version, join us in the live stream in the chat. It's it's a really great community in there. And they chat amongst themselves. And I, I just love to see it. Yeah. One, could not agree more. It it gives me something to look forward to. Like, it's already good reading the New Warriors again. It's good talking with one of my best friends in life. But it's also good just seeing that people are getting an enjoyment for from that real time, too. It's kind of good seeing that feedback, and it's something that I have enjoyed and will continue to enjoy because we have a few more New Warrior stories to get to. But for now, folks, that is the show. Please come back and join us for the next episode where we discuss New Warrior 17, where we see the Fantastic Four. Mm. Enough said. Mm. If you if you like to hear more from us, the Long Box Crusade is in a lot of places. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Are we still on Google Play? Do I need to change that? No, yeah, no. It's well, they might have changed their name, Google Podcasts, but yeah, through the Google thing, you can find us. Yeah, the Google thing, any podcatcher, you can find us there. Uh, look for Longbox Crusade. Same thing with Twitter. Same thing with Facebook. Same thing with Instagram. Same thing with Patreon. 
And definitely same thing with YouTube. We're trying to grow that thing, y'all. Please tell your friends about it. Just say, hey, do me a personal favor. Just go and subscribe to this channel. Like it, it just gives more people who like comic books and general positivity overall a chance to come and check us out. Maybe they like it. And we would love for that to happen. You can also email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com. Special shout out to the Crusaders Club members. Please join up. It's $1 a month and you get that money back in good measure. Heck, at this point, Jared is giving workout tips for the average Joe. Mm. I mean, come, come on, man. He did workout <laughs> tips and comic books. So we want you to read comic books, which is cool, but we don't want you to be out of shape. You got to you get your workout in. You got your comp. Come on. Now, you can be as fit as me. You can be as fit as Jared. Look, look at that. That That is definition of a yeah. man over there. Oh, hang on. Be freaking cake. Don't, 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 don't hurt yourself. <laughs> and last but not least, I know it's scrolling across the screen right now. We have a phone number. And we would love for you to call and leave us a message. Maybe about come out to play. I left the message one time, Jared. I don't know if you've read it. Or I've got it. I've got it. I'm looking forward to putting it on the upcoming action film face. It was a wonderful message. Thank you. Nice. Oh, heck yeah. I was, I was listening to it. I was listening to that latest uh, action film face off, which was very fun and had to join in on the fun myself. But yeah, please call the phone number. And if you leave a message, if you listen to any of our shows uh, and leave some good content, we will put it on the show and you will be forever etched in Longbox Crusade infamy. That's a good word. And with that, Jared, I am finished. Please tell everybody where you can be found on the internet. Certainly. I am, uh, as it says on the screen, at Yard Sale Artist, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It is all at Yard Sale Artist. You can check out my wares at www.theyardsaleartist.com. What about you, Delvin? You can find me on Twitter at DEE underscore RAY1977. One of these days, one of these days, Jared, I will see 1,000 followers. I, I edged up to like 992. I was like, oh, oh, I'm not going to jinx it. I'm going to look away. And today it was like 989. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so one of these days, I'll get to 1,000 followers and people can follow along and hear my BS there on Twitter. Uh, but I, be honest, much rather you like come and listen to us on YouTube and give us a YouTube follow. That yes. that would mean a that would mean a ton more to me than any freaking Twitter follow by any right right now. We have a hundred and sixty-two subscribers on our YouTube channel. Love to get that to two hundred. So again, if you're not already subscribed, uh, please do uh, recommend us to your uh, other New Warriors friends. Or you know, check out we got so many shows on there, man. We've got. My workout videos, those are going to take us to where that's going to get us to 200. I can, I can feel it. Uh, you're showing skin, I hope. You, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, I, need, I need to go watch now. But no, like all we're putting all of our podcasts there. So it's easily accessible for normies that don't want to get in the podcast catcher world. Anyway, if you do us a favor and, and, uh, and basically, you know, uh, Amway, you know. <laughs> Just Amway it. You know, it's it's not a pyramid scheme. It's a three-dimensional triangle. <laughs> but no, we appreciate you guys. Help us get to 200 if you can. Be awesome. It would be awesome. And the show was awesome. Thank you so much for taking your time and spending a little bit of time with Jared and me. And see you next time. Please remember, be a hero or someone. Even if it's just to yourself. New Warriors. Come out to play for next month. See you guys. Have a good night. Bye.
New Warriors, come out to play! Music is provided by musical genius Joe November. Check out his SoundCloud at J O S E F L I N 99. You won't regret it. <laughs>